victory, three to one. Good odds for any Greek. As day, we rescue a world from mysticism and tyranny, and usher in a future brighter than anything we can imagine. Give thanks, man! Tell Leonidas and the brave 300 to victory! You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout. This is PHP Ugly! Episode 300. And I'm your host, Eric Van Johnson. <laughs> we are three real-life PHP developers who make a living doing this. We record every week, Thursday around 9 p.m. on the West Coast here in the U.S. So if you're interested, watch the live stream. That's when you want to tune in. We get a lot of participation through the various chat channels but if you really want to be part of the ugly experience you want to join us in our discord at discord.phpugly.com we also couldn't do this without our patreon supporters Uh, honestly this probably would have been wrapped up a long time ago had they not been around to inspire us and keep us going so we'll thank them again later in the show as well as, that was a weird segue, as well as, we have a couple of sponsors, HoneyBadger.io, who's been with us for a while, and Cloudways, who actually is going to make the show themselves. But, before all of that, let's go ahead and kick it off, introduce to you the two people I'm hoping to kick in the pit later this afternoon, John Congdon. I want to know who came up with that opening. Because I talked talk to you earlier, and there was nothing special planned. Tom, right out. Hello. <laughs> I liked it, by the way. That was cool. I was told specifically to make sure that you could not be heard during that sequence, so that if you were to say something like, what is this crap, that it wouldn't be on <laughs> the stream. Who would have said that? That seems like a rude statement. <laughs> I'm bummed. Our number one oh. super fan is not here live for the 300th episode yeah but he's not here no, he's not in here. paradise right now he's he's off paddle boarding what why did we do all this for him I that's ridiculous we're gonna just have to do it next week yeah yeah let's wrap it up <laughs> uh, oh tom you got some news for us i am gainfully employed i am officially employed by officially officially countersigned and everything officially officially my background check cleared. Not sure how they missed the big one, but that, that's when you know they didn't actually do a background yeah. check. It's like, oh, yeah, no, you're good. Say, yeah, okay, good. So, yes, I am officially an employee of BetterHelp. I've got my swag Better. kit on the way with my, my shirts and my hoodie and my water bottle. Oh, isn't that special? Yes. So, very excited. It's, uh, it's, it's, so that's the last time we get to say the name until they become an official sponsor, like they sponsor everybody else on the internet. 
I'm just saying. Well, now I think it's that, a conflict of interest. That's fine. We can kick you off the show. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I was I was asked by the uh, founder of the company why they weren't a sponsor of the podcast, and and all I could say was we're not really doing this for money. But then, like that same week, we added Cloudways back. <laughs> I uh, I know we're not doing this for money, but become a Patreon supporter, and we have a couple and, sponsors and or sponsored. <clears throat> there is a sponsorship level. That's true. Yeah, that would work. PHP ugly hoodies. That I like. I like where you're going with that, NS Bucky. I'm sorry. I'm I'm PHP. tired this week. I've got my parents in town. I'm tired of you. Oh, I'm sorry. What? My parents are in town, and we're it means getting up early and doing stuff all day, which I haven't done in like a month. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, I know you all think you're in loving relationships, and I'm sure. Your understanding of loving never is said probably, that probably valid, but does your partner love you as much? To go get you a brand new bottle of Lagavulin because she knows you're out of scotch and knows you're recording your 300th episode and does not want to see this happen sober. So no, she got me scotch. That was you very know, nice. Thank you, Beck. She is a lovely I, person. I will accept my bottle when you drop it off tomorrow. I got an empty one around here you can have. You probably got more than one. Here you go. This is, this is the best part. Listen. <sighs> I don't like that our wives have the same name and we're comparing them in this way. It's, <laughs> I don't want there to be like a better Becky. Unfortunately, there is tonight. And it, for the record, my wife despises the name Becky, so yours can have Becky. That's she very like generous. The Becky. There you go. See, she's a good person all around. <laughs> Hey, Tom, I know you signed a contract a little later in the show. We might talk about a contract that we may have signed recently. Oh, really? We might talk oh, about that. my God. We're just spilling all the beans on the three. No, 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 no. I was just saying later we might talk about something like that all right now. I got a question for you, John. I would love to hear a question. Why do you hate fucking Steve? Just curious. Oh, let me count what? the ways. He's a company subscriber to PH. No, that's a reason to love him. He participates in disc. No, that's another reason. I I don't have a good one. Sorry. He's a Patreon supporter. Patreon supporter. And he's ordered elephants from us. And he still doesn't have ugly stickers. He messaged me and said, "When do I get ugly stickers?" I'm like, "Didn't you get an elephant?" And he's like, "Yeah." There weren't like, any Patreon supporter. Yeah, there's there's no ugly yeah. stickers in the elephant orders. Yeah. Not officially. So but I told him. I told him you hate him. Yeah. Well, there's a but fact, that, there's a fact that he writes for other people, not for us. Yeah, no, mm. that's, that's troubling. That's upsetting. And he, he actually writes pretty good. He wrote a, he wrote a, uh, he wrote a. He writes well. Event sourcing. He writes well. He writes goodish. He writes well. <laughs> yes, he wrote a event sourcing. He article. writes gooder than I do. I mean, if only we knew people who were into event sourcing. Well, who can articulate their their love and for event sourcing? Not just say we all should be doing it. So. So this is in the latest PHP Architect? You would think, right? I mean, right, wouldn't yeah. that be a great place for that? But no, no. No, it's not. Despite the fact that I offered to pay him, despite... Nope, nope. Hmm. Hard, there was a hard no on that. Sometimes it's better I, somewhere just to write else. I forget. Look it up. Some... Look up fucking Steve and event sourcing in Google. Make sure safe search is off and just see what happens. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Don't. <laughs> Again, we've had to... Remind people not to take Eric's advice on safe search. <laughs> John, 
Tom, I think we can <clears throat> officially say we're inspirational. Well, I've been saying I that. Feel, I feel I thought you were raising the glass and you're gonna toast to three hundred, but no, you're you went off another no, just just patting ourselves on the back. I can say we've inspired many people to stop podcasting. Well, as a matter of fact, we inspired somebody who after listening to us is like, Yeah, no, I can do this better. I'm I'm gonna do a podcast. And then posted it to our Discord. People liked it. <laughs> Son uh, of a bitch. As long as they didn't say anything bad about me. Actually, actually Pretty good podcast. Great guests. Very, very good. Considering you're yeah. the first one. Yeah. Did I, you listen to it, Tom? I did not listen to it. I got as far as the title calling me a dick and decided uh, <laughs> I, might, I might pass on this one. No, you got to listen to it. Is it. It's out. I'll, I will check it out. Although he said he might. He Citizen might, Coder. He wants to. Our friend over at that other framework wants to be a guest. I wonder if that if it would be a. <sighs> What kind of you, conversation that would be? Why do you go there with this? I was just why curious. I was just curious what kind of conversation that would be. It'd be interesting. Confusing. I'll, th- I'll throw this in the Trello board for anybody who might not have heard it. Where is the Trello board? Here it is. Bada boom, bada bing. Link coming so this in is soon. Andrew. Andrew, yeah. I forget what your last name was. So Citizen. this is an interview type podcast. Yeah, so it started off, he just reached out to me and said that he was interested in doing podcasting, and so I'm like, yeah, let's jump on, Yeah, I'm willing to talk to you about it and tell you about our journey and some of the things we did, and so we just recorded that on Zoom, and yeah, he just decided, okay, I'm just going to do an interview podcast, and this can be the first interview. Awesome. So, worked out. Yeah. So yes, exciting, you, you exciting are inspiring. Andrew Martin. Sorry, you mentioned that person, and I, I just took a look at the YouTube again. It's just baffling stuff. Anyways. What are you talking about? What is baffling stuff? Nothing. Okay. I've been absolutely sick all week. Driving me nuts. Kids go back to school, and... Oh, next yeah. Thing I know, next thing I know, I'm sick. <clears throat> Your mic is overblown or something. Yeah, hardcore. Yeah, it got bad. But yeah, so I've been down and out. I'm just happy I'm well enough to be here tonight because that would have sucked <laughs> deciding like no I'm not gonna be there so <clears throat> eric how's your uh coding week gone any further on event sourcing since we were talking yeah, about mean, that it's it's moving right along pretty happy just uh i wish i had read fucking steve's article sooner <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's going well. I mean, kind of, kind of a little bit over the hump. Uh, as you know, I reached out to you. That whole serialize, deserialize, or serializing things and unserializing things. Every now and then, I get lost in the mix on on what's what's going where, and that becomes a challenge. That's one of the things with the pattern that we're doing with event sourcing, and I've complained about this, you know, before as well. I understand the idea behind it, the separating everything. Everything has its like own little file to do this one little piece. And but man, it's just so many files to keep track of, and so many like keeping in mind the, the flow of the data. And okay, this goes here, then goes here, and then it gets applied, then it gets handled, and then oh man, it's just 
it's a lot to kind of like, that's one of the things you have to have repetition on. It's like that you got to build that muscle memory Mm -hmm. to remember, because I find myself, I will literally back all the way out to the route and then just start jumping to where, where it goes so that I can follow it. Yeah, You've also had times where you're like, this is just wrong. And you go and change a bunch of stuff and then realize, Oh wait, I got to undo all the changes I just made. Hmm. Because it is, there is a lot of back and forth. There is a lot of knowing what is past where. And then, like you said, just knowing that flow. Mm -hmm. I was in a a meeting today where there's this idea of MVP code where no testing, no nothing. Just get something out there and if it's just to see if it gets used on, on this application. And so we have a meeting about something that's been being used. Now it's okay. Now we need to refactor it. And Mm -hmm. the one thing we want to do is go down that road of value objects for the things, because right now this form is just the data is pulled in and dumped and serialized into an array versus serialized in the value objects that could be stored in the database and then pulled out knowing you have valid data. So we're talking about refactoring all that code. And I'm like, can we event source it at the same time? And I get the, I like the idea. I want to, but it adds time. I'm like, but we've had so much practice with it. Like if I'm going to do it, I'd rather just do it from the outset Mm -hmm. and just get it in there. Like I know it's not greenfield. There's data there, but we can make that work. But I'd rather Mm -hmm. just jump right in with the event sourcing to get the flow right. Not sure where we ended up on it quite yet, but we are definitely going down the road of more value objects that are serializable to the database so that when you pull it out, you know, you have valid data. So we've, talk, we've talked about this in the past too, that the value objects in PHP, that that's one of the things that I'm really starting to take away from this project. And it's like one of those annoying things. Like I don't want to do this for every piece of data that comes into my, to my application, but there's, there's nowhere to stop. Like you can't just say, Oh yeah, I'm just going to do anything. That's not a string. I will do not value object. Well, that doesn't make sense. Cause I want to validate my string. So no, okay. I'm going to do strings and I'm going to do nits and that's it. That's what I'm going to, well, no, I should do, I should do date time. I should do carbon objects as well. So I'm going to do date times and nits. And then before you know, you're, you're doing it for everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, it's so granular and it seems like so much overkill, especially when in Laravel, you're just with, with the CRUD set up in Laravel, you typically have these validation rules that you can create as form objects. So it's like, okay, every time this model, you know, anything's right into this model, you use this form object so that it always does the same validation. So like the value objects seem like they're overkill, but at the same time, I'm kind of digging them and like, I'm kind of liking this. So I'm so torn on it. Again, I know we've talked about it on every episode lately, but when you get into testing deeper code, not the stuff, not just your models that are doing CRUD operations, but when you get into service layers or other types of objects where you're passing data around, knowing that you're getting valid data in, makes testing those objects so much easier where if you're just passing strings, it's like, I don't know if this is a valid string that's supposed to be coming in here. Yeah. And it's also hard. It's also a little, for me, a little harder with API. So I'm working on the API backend and like 
part of me just is like, this is really the responsibility of my front end developer to make sure he's sending me these things. I, sh- I shouldn't have to babysit this code like this, but yeah, and I'm doing it. I mean, don't, it's, don't it, you know, and I'm not complaining. Like, I'm not saying it's wrong. It's just, I don't know. I don't know if it's overkill or not. That's where I keep going. I keep going back to that. Don't, word don't let Eric Mann hear you say that. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> this Eric is that's, Mann, that's a security. One of our contributors. Yeah, that's a that's a security thing as well. You need to be validating that data. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's the same. It's the same kind of argument around JavaScript validation and backend validation. It's like just because your JavaScript's validated it, you still have to validate it on your backend because mm-hmm. there's too many workarounds for that. I yep. get it. I know the. I know the. I know the spiel. You know the song and dance. You just trying to get on board. He just with refuses it. to play. Choose he, to ignore he, it. He's playing. He's slowly getting there. But uh, I don't know if you read Steve's event sourcing post. Did you? It was. It was pretty good. But I think you would have a problem with it, John, because he he takes that data structure approach first. He's like, okay, let's think about our models. Let's set those up. And then he gets to the event stream. Yeah, I have not read his article. I should. Nah, we already know you don't like the guy. You can, you can move on. That's true. I don't yeah. don't even know where that link is. I thought I saw it somewhere. Article doesn't even have his name on it. Oh, oh, it's there, the, the it's, there, it's there at the bottom. Oh, okay. I'm used to I'm saying, used to a byline sure here. I I see that it. Oh. oh. No, no, no. <laughs> you like, like? Oh, oh. I don't know what you did in in this Discord post where you did a TLDR and then you like comment like you grayed out the text until you t- click on it or something. What is that? Spoiler alert! The spoiler alert. Oh, I've never used that before. Yeah, where was that? Where was that conversation? That at? was, in, that that was in the herd. Oh, the, the special herd. special members only channel. The Patreon supporters channel. Yes, we have we have secret conversations that. Uh, the general chat doesn't get to read. You have to be a Patreon supporter to be in the special herd channel. I don't know. I don't even know if other people get to, can even see that the other channels there. They just can't join it. Just got to talk about it more often, then I guess <laughs> it's the way it works. Uh, what is our Patreon link thing? <laughs> that would be uh, patreon.com forward slash php ugly, Tom. After 300 episodes, you'd think you'd know this by you'd now. You'd think so, but I zone out. <laughs> yeah. So we have some news about one of our sponsors. Why don't we go ahead and kick off our our sponsor ad for Cloudways, and we'll talk about them a little bit on the back end, because there's some exciting stuff happening there. This video is brought to you by Cloudways. We are all developers and love to write code, but Managing the servers that that code runs on can be a time-consuming and error-prone process. Cloudways helps you spend less time managing your servers and more time doing what you really want to do, coding. You only need one account to manage servers on multiple platforms and for multiple customers. Pick just the server size and location that makes the most sense for you and your customers. You can even estimate your costs for your server before spinning it up. Cloudways offers peace of mind and flexibility so you can focus on growing your business instead of dealing with server management. With Cloudways, you get an optimized stack, managed servers, backups, a staging environment, integrated Git, pre-configured Composer, 24-7 support, and a choice of five different cloud providers, Amazon Web Services, DigitalOcean, Linode, Google Cloud, and Vulture. Get a discount of 20% for three months using the code PHP. 
A-R-C-H. Check them out today using our affiliate link at phparch.com slash cloudways. Thank you, Cloudways, <laughs> thank you, and thank cloudways. you, Scott. If you're not a subscriber to the PHP Architect YouTube channel, uh, you should head over there after the show and check out Scott's first video for us. Actually, it's a retread of an existing video that he did, but kind of gives you a feel worst for what he's going to be bringing. The worst. It's, I'm being honest. It's not like he made it for PHP Architect, but he's going to be making videos for PHP Architect. This is just kind of his style. Uh, so yeah, head over there. It's it's he talks about what refactoring is. So this is a general question. I I'll, I'll put this out. There. Well, all right, let's talk about DigitalOcean first. I mentioned that there's some big news Cloudways. coming from DigitalOcean. Let's talk about Cloudways first. I mentioned there's some big news <laughs> coming is. from Cloudways. You're not wrong on either uh, of those statements, by the way. <laughs> I I totally am not actually. Yeah, it was announced that DigitalOcean, and I am saying the right. Right company this time. DigitalOcean is acquiring Cloudways. No way. It's way. Very exciting stuff. So John and I are huge DigitalOcean fans. We we use it for a lot of our stuff. Yeah, you know, we have we've have clients that use it. And one of the cool things about DigitalOcean is that we've been able to spin up servers, get clients up and running. And then when the client is ready to take over management of the server, we can actually transfer the server over to them. It's, it's kind of weird. You take a snapshot and you transfer it, but it works and it's good. So I'm excited. Cloudways, DigitalOcean was always one of the vendors on Cloudways. And it was always the one I went to, even though you had the option of Amazon, Vulture, Linode, I wonder what that means for all those other services on Cloudways with DigitalOcean taking over. I wanted to I wanted to reach out to our to our contact and ask, but I I didn't want to I didn't want to ask too many questions. Like I'm like, hey, great yeah, great news, and I'm happy for you guys, and this is exciting. He's like, yeah, I'm like does this mean you're not going to sponsor us anymore? Because I'm going to have to get back to you on that. <laughs> See, I I wasn't. I was thinking the same thing, but I wasn't going to ask it because I knew that Eric didn't have the answer. Thank you for paying the first bill, at least. Exactly. <laughs> now, can you put us in touch with the right people over DigitalOcean? That'd be great. DigitalOcean, official sponsors of PHP Tech 2023. I mean, they're not. Wait, I'm just saying it. They could what? be saying that for you. What? Willing to say that. DigitalOcean's the premier sponsors of PHP Tech 2023. Just rolls off the tongue. I think you guys should consider it. It does. It does. It's, it's good, good, good chemistry here. Good synergy, you know. Wait, 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 wait. PHP Tech twenty twenty three. Yeah, it's John. It's premier PHP conference for the PHP community and for companies. That is, we just we just merge that, it all. Oh yeah, that but it is true. Bring it all I, together. I hadn't heard that that was happening. Is that happening? Well, I don't. I don't know exactly. It might be. It's happening. We will you, say it. We will say it. We will say it officially. We signed the contract with the location today. We do not have it countersigned, but there's no reason that we won't have it tomorrow. Is it, so think, is it Vegas? So I think I think we're comfortable saying it, right? Yeah. We PHP Tech is coming home. When to I Vegas? first attend, when I when I <laughs> no when I the people that love PHP Tech know where home is at. Damn it. When I first started attending tech in 2010, I fell in love with the venue. 
and then it was there for the next few years and then got moved and I was bummed. So we are going back to the Sheraton Chicago O'Hare. Ooh. Bringing it back there. Chicago, baby. Coming back to Chicago. The, the people that we've, we've been talking to that have been, that know tech, that have been going to tech for years, and we, we mentioned that that was our goal. There was so much excitement around that. So I'm really hoping that, again, the people that have known tech in the past would love to go back to it. And then if people are new to tech, if you've never been, are willing to come check it out, is such a blast. I love the venue. The, the suites are great. And the conference is right downstairs in this nice open, not courtyard. What is that? Atrium. Atrium. Downstairs. Yeah. I think it's a great venue. So I'm excited about it. We will. When will it be, John? It is going to be May 16th through the 18th, 2023. Sounds so right. we decided to make it a three-day conference, Tuesday to Thursday. One of my biggest pet peeves in the past with conferences are the ones that end on Friday because I always wanted to get home to my wife and family. So either leaving late Friday or early Saturday kind of would mess up the weekend. So after a lot of consideration, we decided to do Tuesday to Thursday because we're, I mean, we're targeting companies. It's a bigger conference. We want, we want companies to bring their team out, you know, come out on Monday, do the conference. If you can swing it to, to stay a couple extra days to do team building is amazing, but come out for the conference and then you're able to get home for family if you want to or hang out. Chicago's amazing. And this is a plead, a plead to to all of our listeners. If you have a company or know have a contact to a company who wants to sponsor tech, reach out to John and I. We'll get you a prospectus, get it in their hands, or, or make that connection to us, and we'll get the prospectus to them. We are going to do a hard push for uh, sponsors because we want to make sure the experience is good as good as we can make it for everybody and sponsors is what's going to get us there. So and if, if uh, you let have us a, know if you have a team, you know, reach out. We'll, we can come up with some team building things. There's lots of, lots of things we can do. I'm hoping to get, you know, a site and the ability to purchase tickets going soon. You know, we'll, we'll start doing all that fun stuff. This is all fresh. We're, if you inherited, we're sharing. If you inherited money recently, let us know because you know we can we can help you spend that. We do need a dishonorable mentions category for sponsors so that PHP Ugly can itself sponsor tech. <laughs> just your name just goes on a post-it note that gets stuck to one of the signs listing the sponsors. I, th- I think I think we should start a GoFundMe and try to get enough money raised to have Harry Mack perform there. I think that would be awesome. Harry Mack, PHP Tech 2023. People have funded dumber things. No, I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying it's dumb. I'm just saying it's a tall order. I remember for a wave, who do we try to get? Oh, I know who. I don't know oh, if we should say it. Science, that science physics, oh, physics girl. Physics. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, physics girl. Dude, that was terrifying. <laughs> when I heard that, Harry Mack has to be more... So we tried, we tried to get Physics Girl because she was a San Diegan. Uh, she lived in San Diego. Uh, we thought, like, you know, hey, you know, this is STEM. You know, She's kid, talked about you know, coding on her it. channel plenty of times. Yeah. So we reached out to, to her people, and they, they told us the appearance fee. It was like, <laughs> like 
<laughs> Wait, I think you added a couple extra zeros that shouldn't be there. It's like there's a lot of zeros there. This is a small conference. You realize we're talking about an hour and a day, right? We're not talking about like a month or six. <laughs> and it's not even like she has to travel anywhere. Just drive up, you know, walk in, talk for about an hour and bail. She she has no clue about it, so it's not her fault. You know, it's companies nah. and all that. They're like, we want to be paid too. But Harry Mack, I would be willing to pay that for Harry Mack. Get Harry Mack there. Harry Mack, Tech 2023. Go fund me. Somebody start a GoFundMe right now. Is that is that a thing? That would, is that still a thing? That would fall directly on your job list. <laughs> <sighs> Tom, what are you going to be doing at your new gig? Laravel, Laravel shop. You want to be Laravel, uh, Laravel coding. You know, it sort Event of sourcing? seems like it's it's all over the place. There's a lot of different technologies and a lot of different front ends and back ends. And uh, I know Is I'll be doing some. It's good. I get a lot of freedom to sort of work with whatever I need to for Greenfield stuff. I know it's uh, a lot of React. I've been brushing up on a lot of my old React stuff. It's nice to go to go to Code Academy. To, to try and learn React and realize that I've finished the React course on Code Academy and <laughs> don't remember any of that. So, yeah. you know, that's keeping how, me busy. How big is the team? I, I don't know the size of the team. I know the size of the company. The company is 300 people. Mm-hmm. I believe the dev that's team cool. is in the 30 range. Oh, wow. Okay. So that would make them like 10% of the company. That's pretty big for... A dev team. It's pretty, yeah, it's, I mean, they're a software product, so, you know. Oh, okay. It's, what are they called again? Better Buzz? <laughs> better help. Don't, please don't, help? please don't get me fired before I start. <laughs> please help. All right. Let me check them out. I'm going to check them out. Yeah, it's How a, it's check a them really out already. Cool... They've, like I said, they've advertised everywhere but here. Yeah, basically. What's up with that? I know, like, why, why aren't we doing those little mobile game commercials? League of what is League of Legends or whatever? I hate those things. Lords, they, Lords they, Mobile? Everybody does them. Yeah, because they pay a lot or, of money. I know. That. I know. Why are we not doing one? This, because they pay a lot of money. Doing, come on. It's a, it's a value VPNs, proposition issue. Like every, every tech, every tech uh, podcast I listen to has a VPN sponsor. What's up with that? Well, I did do that episode where I bashed VPNs for a while. Yeah, that, that probably didn't probably, help. Yeah, I'm not, not helpful. Although someone would have had to listen to it to know that, that's true. Fly into the radar that way. Yeah, it's it's, it's one of our one of our tricks, marketing tricks, is that no one listens to us, <laughs> so they don't know that the content is actually offensive. Well, some people know it's uh, offensive, and hence them talking about us. Chicago, baby. Yeah, some people get Shy-town. offended at anything. That is oh. that is exciting. Got family. And- we need to see if the uh, we need to see if the Cubs are in town. Let's let's do that. You, you guys keep talking. Let's see if the Cubs are. You in can't town. go to a Cubs game. You have work to do while you were there. Yeah, you you clearly haven't John, let the stress in yet because this is going to ruin. Bad you guys. news. I don't work very hard. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. You to learn you I remember the stress level if they, if they are the, the diamond sponsor. Okay. Right. I remember the stress I, levels I, leading up to. Wave PHP and I. Oh, I remember the stress levels afterwards. Afterwards was great because I asked you if you were going to do it again, and you said there was no way in hell you would ever do this again. <laughs> I had a heart attack right afterwards. Of course, I'm not going to yeah, do it again. Yeah. I mean, but that's taken care of now. <laughs> yeah, let's hope. 
Let me see. Yeah, we, blue. Is, damn it, John! We got to move the conference. They're out of town. They're out of town that week. Whatever you prefer, Houston. minor league, anyways. That's true. They they also have the White Sox. You can see the White Sox. I mean, they're basically minor league. Yeah, yeah. Do that too. You know, we haven't talked about it in a while, but the the baseball automating the umpires thing came up again this week, where people are furious because robo umpires. Yes, and I, I know this is not our normal topic, but a player was ejected from the game after throwing his helmet on the ground, disputing a clearly bad call from an umpire. So you've got to understand something. As a baseball player, you're always taught the one thing you can't argue with umpires about are balls and strikes. It's a sure way to get ejected from a ball game. But that's they're, they're more wrong than right now. They were more wrong than right then, too. That, doesn't, that hasn't changed. That's true. A lot of people are saying that if the evidence proves that the umpire was wrong, then the player shouldn't get ejected from the game. But they don't have see, instant replay. Right? Yeah, they do actually. Yeah, they do. Oh, then why not? It's but, but, it's the instant there, replay is a, done like the old it, photographs. It's, it's not even it's not even a wrong right though. Like like there are rules in place. Like if you throw equipment, you get ejected. So you said he threw his helmet. That's an ejection. It doesn't matter if the they all threw their bat after they hit the ball. Why aren't they getting huh? ejected? Well, a bat's not why a dangerous we, why, weapon. Can you, can you mute John if he's gonna? Talk about like, he talks about baseball like a paraglider. Just mute him. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I didn't see the incident you're talking about. There are a lot of rules in baseball as far as when you can get ejected and throwing throwing equipment is definitely one of the rules. And it's it's one of the ones they're more lenient on it unless it's done like in front of the umpire and the umpire has no choice but to toss them. Yeah. But yeah, robo umpires, I think, are still coming to the game. I have a pretty good sense it's going to happen. Of course, yeah. it is at some point. I'd like to see it, and it's it's more it's more than I don't know. I think I think it's more than the fact. So the whole thing with baseball is if an umpire is bad, as long as he's bad on both sides it's acceptable right it's like if you're calling if you're calling low strikes as long as you're calling low strikes consistently on both sides everybody can be cool with it but i think with the robo umps the robo yeah the robo umps to call balls and strike strikes it's meant to move the game along quicker so that there are less disputes but i don't know we'll see so i found a link here it's jp crawford You know what else works best as a robo system, as an automated system? Sometimes you want the robots. Sometimes Don't you, you really want the robots to catch problems before you even notice them. This episode of PHP Ugly is sponsored by HoneyBadger.io, the web developer's secret weapon. HoneyBadger offers exception, uptime, and cron monitoring all in one place, and it is easily installed into your web application. Deploy with confidence and be your team's DevOps hero. Their list of features can fit a team of any size. Are you just starting out? Have a fantastic free plan for life that you can use while your traffic is low. Are you an established business? Perfect. You should have a system in place to alert you to errors in real time, not finding out when your web visitors complain, if they ever do. In addition, their third-party integrations will let you connect some of the most commonly used alerting services so that you can know at a moment's notice if things go wrong. Head over to honeybadger.io 
to sign up for a free account to get started. And while you are listening to a PHP podcast, Honey Badger supports so many languages, including Ruby, JavaScript, Elixir, Python, Go, and so many more. Head over to honeybadger.io and start your trial today. Thanks, Honey Thank Badger. You. Thank you, Honey, Honey Badger. Badger. Yeah, I've Chicago baby. I, that's you know, exciting. Your your old boss tried to kill me in Chicago once. I heard about that. You did get left on a street corner with the night workers. Dude, it's like we come rolling back into the hotel like at four AM or <laughs> I forget what time it was. Can't it do was... that when you're the host, by the way. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean you you technically can, just don't. Oh uh, yeah. Man, that was a long night. And it's funny, it's like it, it was your whole your whole team was there. And like half of them yeah. like disappeared after yeah. that. <laughs> I didn't see about any talks, any anything. They just But you, that was a rough you one. hung strong, didn't you? Didn't you go right to the nine AM talk? I did, and I regretted it. <laughs> I think I went out I, to, I, I went to dinner with you guys, if I'm thinking of it correct. Because actually we I think so. Downtown. And you guys wanted to go out. I'm like, no, I'm going back. But you you ended up staying up late too. You said you had just gotten to bed. Like yeah, you guys were actually, game I, night. I went to the hotel and went upstairs with a group of people, and somehow we got like, I want to, I don't think it was the pals, but there's like a room on the top floor that we we all just hung out in for hours. And then <laughs> all, somebody else's all, random hotel room. All of a sudden, it was two a.m. And I'm like, I guess I could have gone out, but no. So for the for the children of podcasters who happen to be listening. It was way more boring than it sounds. Like a bunch of people going <laughs> to the top floor of a hotel and partying all night. It was discussions about PHP and like the the future of the techno. It was it was yeah, not it in any way any what you music playing and for the record, a lot of good things in the PHP world and PHP community came out of PHP tech because these great minds, these great people within PHP get together on this yearly basis at tech and just all these cool things start to happen. Fig was one of the big ones. So, so I know some people don't care for fig, but when, when, can, when do we expect to call for papers on this? Oh shit, John, we got to do that. Like a website and call for papers. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Never but mind. Let's, that's later. Let's in, whole thing off. Late, later in the year. See, so now the, now the panic starts. It, no, in, Traditionally, for tech, it was in December. Was call for papers. When when is December? it going to be? It's usually a few months prior to the uh, the event. So I imagine that there's like a monkeypox exception clause to the to the contract. So like next year, when everyone has monkeypox and the whole world's shut down again, you you can get out of the conference. I'm sh- I'm sure that's part of every contract right now. I don't know. I didn't really read it when I signed it. It's not part of the contract, but if the world shuts down, what are they going to do? We don't pay till after Keep the, the money, John. We don't pay till after it anyway. Oh well, that's convenient. Although then they, the get credit, to, then they get to include damages as part of the the bill. When the credit card just doesn't work because the company shut down, what are you going to do? Yeah, <laughs> filed for bankruptcy. I'm sorry. <laughs> we thought we had money. Uh, oh, so we don't have before anybody starts to ask. I, I was gonna, I was gonna give John a hard time about this, but it's kind of a sensitive thing. We don't know early bird dates yet when tickets are going on sale. We're not even completely set on call yet. I keep telling John 
companies that would be willing to pay $1,500 a person. John's like, probably not that much, Eric. We should probably bring it down like a lot. So we, I was thinking nine, there's some wiggle nine, room nine, there. Nine. We're going we're gonna to be negotiating it. Well, what's what's Longhorn's rate here? Let's not talk about other conferences. <laughs> <laughs> Please. That's just bad timing there, Tom. Mm. <laughs> mm. They are a self-admitted regional conference. Whereas tech is, t- tech is the tech Although they global. do a good job. They do a good job. I'm not going to disparage in any way. Maybe we should ask them to run our conference. <laughs> Bad job with Wave! Actually, I thought Wave was fun. Yeah, got, Wave was great. Feedback about Wave. It was great, just nobody showed up. That's all. No, we had people show up. Sponsors didn't show up. I, I was trying to talk, to my, talk to my wife about that earlier. And it was just such bad timing. That year, there was an explosion in regional conferences. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there was like Which, four right credit, in the two-week time frame. We were first. To, well, we weren't first to market. We were first to announce. And then everybody else beat us. Like, they saw what we were doing and moved their dates up. So, who's, who's your top candidates for keynote speaker, then? We haven't even gotten oh, there question. yet. Who would you like? Discord. Who would you like to see as a keynote speaker at PHP Tech? And it's okay if you say Harry Mack. That's reasonable. <laughs> that's reasonable. <laughs> I'm. I would love to see Rasmus. You know, I reached out to Rasmus in Wave, and he said he he would love to come to San Diego. Which, of course, Tech is now not in San Diego, but he had already had a prior commitment and was going to be the other side of the world. So, I think it was rude of him not to cancel it, but that's just me. I'll reach out to him again. He's, I mean, him and I ha- have a, a, not a, not a discord, but we talk to each other. We go out, we go out and eat dinner every now and then. So no, it's, it's being true. suggested that Sarah Goldman be the keynote speaker. She did not say Sarah Goldman. She just said, Sarah, I was going to reach out to my friend, Sarah down the street and see if she would speak. <laughs> I would, I would love for the keynote speaker to be banned from Twitter. Cause that's, that apparently ha- <laughs> like works really well right now. A lot of the big look conferences that are going on have people who are banned from Twitter as the keynote speakers. Andrew, you want to be a keynote speaker, eh? I think he just wants to talk about what a keynote speaker does. That'd be a great keynote speech. It's just describing the role of a keynote speaker. Well, I want to know more. I, I promise to submit a talk uh, with the same veracity that I promised to write an article for PHP Architect. Okay. You know, the last time we were at a PHP Tech, we did live stream, and you weren't there, Tom, because you suck. And, and so did that live That's stream. Technically true. <laughs> that live stream was so bad. It was hard to hear. Like, I couldn't hear what anybody was saying. It was weird. Well, I imagine you and it was much it was, better audio was, equipment this time around it wasn't our traditional podcast format either it became this interview slash panel thing well it, it, it was like it was three podcasts right it was us it was round table which again is us again you know? <laughs> at this point <laughs> and architect in town hall no it was, it was architect didn't have a podcast back then that's that was when it was created wasn't it then mm-hmm. that's when i that's when i approached oscar with the idea wow. i feel like there was another podcast there weren't there four no, was there voices? I don't think it was four. No, yeah, because voices is just an interviews format. 
It was fun though. I enjoyed it. John's John's a John's John's a deadbeat. He doesn't like anything. I don't. But I'm I, terrible. I had a good time. Hey, what's new in PHP this week? Well, tech got announced. That's true. That is oh, gonna yeah. that is gonna be. It's unfortunate that uh, the PHP annotated for August just came out yesterday. Oh damn it! Really? <laughs> yeah. Shit. <laughs> but <clears throat> I'm sure it'll get covered well, next month. We haven't we we haven't even tweeted about this or anything. I, you know, we were kind of holding off. Wait, we wanted to announce here said. first. I had a couple yeah. people I wanted to reach out to separately, but I'm like, no, I'm going to wait till after the show. I'm just going to see if it's trending on Twitter yet. <laughs> <laughs> has not has not been mentioned except for by John three years ago. <laughs> so does doesn't look like the. Uh, the big move makers have caught on. The algorithm hasn't caught no, up yet. Not quite that's yet. All. Not quite yet. I want. I think okay. I wanted to call it PHP Tech Homecoming, and Eric shot that down. Yeah, yeah. yeah we sh- we sh- we shot the whole Welcome Back Carter theme down. <laughs> I wanted everyone to wear like poofy dresses and. I told you, I just suits. did that one time for you, John. I'm not doing it again. Stop asking. <laughs> It's going to be fun. I am excited about it. I'm excited. It's going to be a bit... I haven't even broke the news to my wife yet, so she's going to be very disappointed in me. I need to embrace this bottle of scotch because I'm sure she's not going to be happy. Yeah, it'll be the last one you get. No, she's. Ex- I'm, I'm sure she, she's probably already looking up things to do in Chicago while I'm at the conference. It will be, it'll be nice to see her again. I haven't seen her since Wave. Has it been that long? Yeah. Mm. I'm really enjoying... All the work that's starting at uh, on PHP 8.3 right now, because 8.2 is feature frozen, everything's locked in, and now everyone's talking about 8.3, and some pretty uh, some pretty wide ranging deprecations coming in to 8.3. Do tell. I believe the the immutable date time is is going to be completely deprecated. Let time me, immutable. No. That can't be right. Yeah, uh, I would be shocked. No, there's a there's an immutable date time that's old that is deprecated that will just be cut. Um, you know, it's, it's as a professional, I would have this pulled up on my screen already, ready to go. Well, I'm wondering where you're getting this information from because I don't see a card. I usually I usually go in there and snake your cards and try to catch up on what you're talking about. Listen, this whole this whole not working thing has oh, deprecating. Deprecating the mutable date time class, not the yes. immutable one. Yeah, that's different. That, yeah, <laughs> very, the, very the, important distinction uh, between the, those two the, words. Is it? The, mu- the mutable one causes so many issues if you're not careful. It's amazing how bad that that is. So getting getting ready for that. Uh, PHP eight point two is in beta three now. Getting ready for that November release. And the asymmetric visibility thing that we were talking about looks like it might actually pass. Uh, we talked about this last week. And afterwards, Eric and I kind of did some pair programming, and I realized, yeah, we need this. Like, oh right, right. What did we? What did so we do that on? In the value object. So I've been liking the public read only properties as you right, set it right. as a, on a value object, and then. You don't have to have a separate getter. You could just access the property. But when it's read only, even the object itself can't 
change the op change the value of that. So in event sourcing, you can't have it be public read only because now you can't change it. You can't update the state of your application. So having it be able to be public read only but private settable is is great. You're, you're I, needed, Eric. I see. Yeah, we were we were talking about when you brought this up the last time, Tom, and we're like, why would you do that? That that seems like such a weird edge case. But to John's point, it, like that same we, week, we kept using, literally ran right into kept, it the next day. We kept, yeah, exactly. We 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 kept using these public read only methods, and I that, that that constructor property promotion thing, and I liked it. And John was like. I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence about it. I'm like, no, 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 this is cool. This is cool. And just about every one of them I've had to go back and now change because I needed, you know, I needed something to overwrite the property. I'm like, yeah, now uh, I'm kind of on John's side. I don't kind of, I kind of don't like them anymore. So value objects, they're amazing. I think they're perfect there for the events in event sourcing. They're great. But on something that has states such as aggregates in event sourcing, it doesn't work. So using them in the proper place works wonderfully, but you have to know what the object is that you have. Is it truly a value object that never changes? It's fine. Now I got, I got called out this week. No, really? That's so odd. I, I feel like it was a personal call out from Taylor himself to me, but he didn't at me in the tweet. He just forgot. It happens. Yeah. And he wanted to know uh, what some stuff was that Laravel doesn't do well or needs improvement on. Yeah, he refactored that tweet. The original version was, what's Tom's bitching about now? Yeah. Can somebody tell me what Tom bitches about today? I'm like, I don't think that's a good tweet. Not everybody knows Tom. No, not a good tweet. Very few people (laughs) actually know me. And now, going through our channels, I can't even find it. Uh, but someone did make the statement that Laravel is not following Semver and really should follow Semver much more closely, uh, to which Taylor replied, but it does. And I really, I really can't argue with that logic. Like there's no, there's no point for me to get my foot in the door and just go, well, I'm surprised you don't have like a spreadsheet of every time there was a breaking change in mm-hmm. a dot release. Well, just be just be more surprised that I haven't shared it with you. We'll do that. <laughs> there is there is there are things that Laravel needs to improve and I was I was just chomping at the bit for this today because I had something the very explicitly that Laravel needs to improve. And it was addressed almost immediately by Taylor after that tweet, which is the packages. Huh? Get rid of packages. You don't have to worry about it. Everything's beautiful without packages. I was I was looking into some stuff. Get rid of composer. I was looking. So, I was looking I, into. I see where this is going. Yes. It's <laughs> almost the end of the show. You can tell we're starting to do it again. I was looking for all of the official Laravel packages that extend Laravel and like what each one of them does. And I was really surprised that there's about four functionality things that are addressed in about 20 packages. 
So there's there's Fortify. Have you heard of this? Yeah. A front-end agnostic authentication back-end implementation for Laravel. Then there's Sanctum, a featherweight authentication system for SPAs, mobile applications, and simple token-based APIs. Okay. And then there's Socialite. <clears throat> Those all do different things. Socialite is an OAuth oh. provider Yeah. for logging in. There's Jet Jetstream. Jetstream, which links to a different website altogether and is a starter kit for implementing your application's login, registration, email verification, and two-factor. So, like, there's a lot of off, different auth packages. Oh, we lost but Eric Those here. were all different types of auth packages. Did you lose me? Nope, he's I'm back, not, unfortunately. I'm, we didn't lose you at all. I don't understand where the issue... Like, I'm not a Laravel fan, but... Well, then, all then we get into environments. We get into environments. So there's Homestead. <laughs> just Steamroll. Steam okay. Yeah. Are you going to get to that? I don't know where you're going with this. <clears throat> he sent out a tweet on this. Are you going to get to that? What, that he is he's just going to ditch the old ones? Like, remove them from, yeah, remove like, them from the docs? I, mean, I might just remove mention of Jetstream and Fortify from the docs. Still providing bug fixes and PHP version updates for them. But totally de-emphasizing them. Right. <laughs> he, says, he says it didn't pan out how I wanted you, how I wanted, and just give people the shit, decision paralysis. Right. So he says now gives people direction. He goes now just use Breeze and Sanctum. That's it. That's the direction. <laughs> right. So, the, the other two he has spoken. Clear. But it's it's it isn't clear. Because what could be what could what could be clear? He told you exactly what to use. Because they claim that like things didn't pan out the way I wanted, and I ended up ridiculously fracturing the environment is like a that's that's the problem. That's the Laravel the Laravel problem is I don't think things all the way through sometimes, and they don't pan out. So it just ends up another thing in Laravel that I recommend you don't use. Like that that would be that would be my complaint. So what so Laravel Sanctum is the featherweight authentication. How's that differ from the other featherweight one? Oh what, Breeze? I don't know. No. So That's you mentioned true. you mentioned three before and Sanctum. they're being replaced by Breeze and Sanctum. Sanctum provides a featherweight authentication system. You said another... So Jet Jetstream spins up Jetstream and a front end. Jetstream spins up a front end with Tailwind using either Livewire or Inertia for scaffolding. Jetstream was the bigger one. There was three others, though. Yeah. There's also Socialite, which is an OAuth provider. Right, for social Twitter. Socialite is completely different. Yeah. It doesn't factor into this. So Socialite Socialite doesn't actually authenticate. It authenticates you through... You guys lost me, didn't you? No, you're, you're frozen, but keep going. We can hear you. Oh, fine. okay. Socialite does the whole third-party authentication, but it's not. It's not, and it authenticates you in Laravel, right? But it's completely different than, right. than those other. Well, there's also Fortify. There's Fortify, right? And there's Passport, which is an OAuth two implementation. Oh, I forgot about Passport. Right. <laughs> there's another one. There's another one where you said lightweight. Uh, the featherweight. Light, yeah, lightweight is Breeze, and that's the new one. Yeah. Sanctum. Breeze and Sanctum. I thought okay, never mind. We're spending too much time on but this. But then there's but then there's also I'm confused. there's also Valet 
Sale, and Horizon, or and Homestead, which are Again, Homestead all three diff- different, different products. Yeah. Different, right? All three but are different LA, things. Make them one thing. No, they do different. Well, things. it depends on how. Do you want a virtual machine? Do you want a Docker container? Do you want to work all, off your system? Yeah, all right. questions. All questions you could easily ask in the first question to say which one of these do you want? Docker virtualization, right, that's, VM virtual. Just make them all one. Maintain them all at the same time. But they're time. not all maintained by Laravel. They are. They're all Laravel. Lara- they're all Laravel packages. No, they're not. Yeah. Yeah, Valet and Sale are Laravel. Sa- Sale is for sure. And I, Homestead I is our, Laravel as well. Joe Ferguson in our Discord, but a bing and PHP Architect contributor on a regular basis has a very exciting article coming out that's going to make you want to read it <laughs> that, was See what I did there, John? that was good i like that uh. <laughs> that was really good he does homestead he manages the homestead so i i think i think there's documentation on laravel site but i don't think laravel manages it i think titan does valet like i've i've submitted prs to valet and matt is the one who responded to them well it's owned by the laravel user on github hmm Okay. And the person who last Either way, modified there, it is there are three different technologies. So they are, it's a matter of what technology you're using. Three technologies that are doing the same thing, which is the same for Laravel. They're not doing Mix. the same thing. They're well, doing they're, separate. They're, they're doing development environment setup. Right. So if I'm not doing Homestead stuff, I don't want changes from there that could affect my sale implementation. But why would they? They're all semvered and backwards compatible. You're not simmering in the same repo, damn it. Just admit you're wrong on this one. Move on. In the Laravel uh, you, Valde you documentation. Right about, you were right about the confusing authentication stuff, but the dev environments are completely different. In things. the Laravel, in the Valet documentation, it says Valet isn't a complete replacement for sale or homestead, but provides a great alternative if you want flexible basics, prefer extreme speed, or are working on a machine with a limited amount of RAM. Now we're just rambling. I just, uh, this is That's just my, this is my shows, thing is that John. there, there's, there's four things that you want to accomplish and there's 20 packages for these four things. You could take, you could take valet sale and horizon and make a package out of them. Nah, because for the most part, all of the, those three things just run once, but I still disagree on that. You have people that maintain that and they don't want all the other stuff that they, they're not maintaining. There's still a link to mix. I like I like I like single responsibility. My code, all I care about is Docker. I'm, I don't care about the virtual machines in Homestead. You know what I do care about? What, Tom? What our patrons, our Patreon supporters, beautiful hay fever. Thank dream. you, patrons. Thank you, patrons. You guys, every last one of you are special people to me. I don't remember any of your names after the show, but you're all very special. <laughs> I do. Keep it Every going. Every single one of you. That's why fucking Steve didn't get any stickers. Fucking I Steve. saw his name come so, across. I was like, nope, no stickers for this guy. Oh, almost put up. So we don't have stickers for the for the new for the the new elephant we have. Do do you want to get stickers made and then start doing another sticker blast to Patreon supporters? We'll talk about it. Just <laughs> can't put me on the spot like that. We'll talk about I, it. I totally, 
I don't know. I, I don't. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know where that was going when I started talking. We just ended up somewhere, so that was special. Was it though? Was it really special? <clears throat> We're gonna be stuck on the screen for a while because I don't know what happened, ha- Tom. Have you seen that guy go to the bathroom? He's like, bam, he's back. <laughs> oh, I, th- I think I think he pees into a bag and he just has to go empty it. <laughs> I think uh, what we should start doing is on the Patreon display. Matter of fact, Patreon supporters can let us know. Would you be okay if we did a PHP Tech Countdown? Or maybe I'll just make that a different... Maybe I'll make a different graphic for PHP Tech Countdown. That'd be fun. Yeah, because I'm starting to set things up and realize 264 days away? In less than a year. Well, like that, significantly that I, that less I than knew. A year. And then I saw an actual number. And like when I saw a number, I was kind of... That doesn't seem like long enough. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> it's not long enough. <laughs> I totally agree. We need more time. You okay there, Tom? Oh yeah. No one noticed I was gone. No, we didn't. We didn't draw attention to it at no, all. That's good. It's good. It's perfect. <laughs> I'm happy you don't re-listen to the shows. That's all I gotta say. I want. I want so to know. That's a what secret other- out there to all of our listeners. Here's a little dirty secret. These knuckleheads never listen to the show after it's released. Why would I listen to what I just did? Why is that a secret? It's not a secret. Yeah, I think I've been very open. It's hurtful, especially at first. Like when I spent like days editing it. Oh, I listened back then. Making it pretty. He didn't. Man. (sighs) So, (laughs) some sad news. I want to get some sad news out of the way. We worked so hard with the magazine to, to get back to releasing on the first of the month every month. And that may not happen next month. It's not that sad of a news. We have some personnel turnover. There's a lot of training that goes on. Oh, you on. fired Kalen finally? The, <laughs> the learning curve is so big. Like, There's a know, lot a lot to grasp, yeah. I, I knew somebody as, who was looking for a job. What? Who was that? As as I was doing the training, I was like, "Crap! I didn't give Carolyn enough due." <laughs> she, yeah. she, she, she did that a lot. That was the thing. I told John, you know, we do a bunch of, we try once people submit the columns, we really try not to bug them. Like there are situations where it's like, "Hey, we need more information here. Or we think this is wrong. That we have no choice but to reach out to them." But for, for like little like little grammar issues and stuff, we just we just handle that. And like <laughs> the workflow before was the person doing the editing, Carolyn, who did a lot of the a lot of the heavy lifting for us. One of the big things she would do would would do this Grammarly scoring. So we'd put the we'd put the document through Grammarly, Grammarly would give it an initial score, and then she would go through and clean it up and basically we tried to get the score above 98%. So 98 to 100% is what we shoot for. And just 95% of the time it's just like little hey there should be a comma here, there should be a comma here, this word's being used too much sort of thing. She did all that for us and then John and I would go in there and and read through the article and see if it made sense and see if you know we were from a technical perspective so we were more like reading it from that perspective, not so much grammar at that point. I did the Grammarly this week. I'm like, I told John, I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this sucks so bad. 
But you read the article like three or four times. And the problem is, at least for me, the way my brain works, is like you read the article, like you're typically reading paragraphs two and three times to make sure it's like, okay, that didn't sound right. This looks right. Blah, blah, blah. And then when you get to the end, I realized like I didn't process what that whole article was about. Like now I've got to go through and read the damn thing one more time. So I remember what all we were talking about. Like I'm not reading it from like a technical perspective. When you're you like, doing it from the grammar perspective, it's almost line by line. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, did the line make sense? Well, I, right. I just want to say that, that I read uh, Carolyn's editorial in last month's issue and it was so good to read about how long COVID has affected her and how you really shouldn't be happy about that, Tom. That's that's rude. How how she has overcome or adjusted to it in in a way mm-hmm. that is really inspiring. Um, you know, I loved working with Carolyn when I was living in San Diego, and it's really sucks what happened, but it was a really great article to read. Let's be clear. She's not dead. No. She's not dying. She's still Like around. I said, long COVID. She just, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, there's a lot. I mean, she, she laid it out in there. She was a developer with us for years, was awesome to work with because she asked great questions, had us think differently, was fantastic, got hit with COVID and had some really bad issues. Early. Yeah, she was one like of those. She got hit with it. When like they they were telling you not not to even come to the doctor. There's nobody who can see you. Just yeah, was, yeah. This was it, like February or March of 2020. Yeah, it was quick on. So she ended up taking a leave of absence for a while, and she ended up coming back right around the time we were picking up the magazine. I'm like, I wish we had a development job for you, but would would you be interested in doing this? And she fit in perfectly. It worked out great for her for the last year, but has decided that she's done. She's ready to go spend time with the grandbabies, which is amazing. I wish I would could be that young to have grandkids. I'm going to be an old man when I have grandkids. <sighs> Don't even get me started. Don't, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm, I know my children listen to the show and I'm disappointed. I'm just going to say that right now. I'm disappointed. Yeah, they have they have decidedly gone down a path that doesn't usually provide grandchildren. <laughs> it's a little more challenging, but it happens. Yeah, it was just fine. So anyway, Carolyn, we love you. Are Very much. You. Very much. Thank you for everything you've done for Diego Dev and PHP Architect. Yes, we appreciate it. Really, I mean, you want to repeat a lot of stuff that John said because I can't come up with original content. But <laughs> honestly, early on with PHP Architect would have been so much more challenging had she not come on because... It was just so overwhelming at that point. And I, to this day, I do not understand. I cannot get my head around how Oscar did this by himself. I just don't. It doesn't make sense to me. There's just no way. But the guy, the guy is amazing with John and I and us paying somebody to do this editing and layouts. Well, and stuff. you're not very good at I what you do. I still get overwhelmed. Hmm? Yeah, I'm horrible. I'm really bad at it. <laughs> That's, I mean, I have I have had to explain to, to several people during this interview process. Do not listen to the podcast thinking it is a beacon of my quality as an employee, because it certainly is not. Oh wait, you signed the contract and it's countersigned, right? Yes. 
Okay. Whew. Yeah. You that would have been an awkward show next you, week, I tell you. You, you used <laughs> me as a reference. She called me and talked to me. Wait. Okay. We'll save that. Hold we'll on. We this. have some shit to talk about here. Wait I'm like, a minute. I'm like, <clears throat> all I can say is the asshole applied with us. We gave him an offer and he used us to counteroffer his previous employer and took that. Did not, did not so use let me, it to let me understand something. You put John down as a reference, Tom, but not me? Whoops. Was I not supposed to say anything? Okay. So I. I did explain this already to John, but 100%. They wanted somebody responsible. (laughs) And this is why I called you a dick in that podcast. Wait, did I spoil it for you? Shit, go listen to it. No, 100%. I was trying to figure out who to put down as a reference was was going to be either John or you. And, uh, I mean, the decision made itself. I mean, if you had two companies, you could have put John down for one company and me for the other company. We literally have two companies. It would not have been obvious. Well, I wanted, I wanted, a, I wanted a professional reference and a personal reference. And John was down as my personal reference. And I, I know 100% don't, that I would still be, I'd just, still be unemployed forward. if I had put you down don't as my personal forward. reference. You are... Damn right on that one. I would have made it my mission. He, he oh, muted yeah. me this one episode, and I won't forgive him. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. I didn't know how much Lagavulin you'd have in you when they called. Tom, that guy? Never heard of him. Hang up. <laughs> he owes me money. <laughs> it's right. a lot of money. We should have we should have done something like on three hundred minutes for our three hundredth episode, but we didn't we didn't agree on that beforehand. So I think we need to wrap this up. Yeah, we we didn't agree I, on going. Oh, four I hours, would have agreed to three hundred seconds for sure. That would have been nice. Uh, minutes would have been a lot, huh? Yes, yes. <laughs> as far as movies go, it's considered unwatchable. Four four and a half hours, isn't it? We could have done it. We could have done a four and a half hour podcast. We just done live coding of a new framework that doesn't comply with any existing oh, standards. With anything modern. Taking yeah. that framework and making it modern? We could do that. We could do that. That'd be a fun we exercise. A framework built And then submit a pull request and watch it get denied because it's modern. Why would I, why like no, I, I would submit a, submit a fork and see it become more popular. <laughs> <laughs> Can we call it San Diego? Yes. <laughs> the Balboa Park framework. No, I, Fuck I live in I live in Briargate, so we could call it Briargate. <laughs> do you really? Do. Is it Briargate? Yeah. You just told everybody where you live. That's awesome. It's a large neighborhood. <laughs> Briargate. All right. I cannot <laughs> express to you enough how much I appreciate everybody who joins us every week in our Discord. <laughs> And all our Patreon supporters, all our sponsors, people who ping us on Twitter. I know I don't get to all of them to respond to all of them, but they're all read. I I have, they all feed into my to-do list. So if you tweet at me or PHP Ugly, it creates a little to-do for me in my little to-do list. And I go and click and read them. And I have formed friendships and I hope I've inspired inspired a few people i hope we've all inspired a few people you've gone to dinner with um, people i've gone to dinner with people i've met people on the beach i remember uh one one listener from germany came and i had my dog down to the beach and i gave him tickets to the zoo and what and, <laughs> really 
Yeah. I don't remember I, you I, talking I'm about sure that. I'm sure I talked about this. I even have a picture of it. Yeah. I'm like, hey, uh, he's like, yeah, I'm in San Diego. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm going to be down in dog. I'm taking my dog to the beach. I'm I, like, I can grab some tickets to the zoo if you guys are looking for something to do. He goes, that'd be great. I'd love to meet you. And, and you know, so yeah, I met Eric this guy. Is, I don't recall this desperately, at all. Desperately starved for human attention. Yeah, I want everybody to like me. I mean, it, it doesn't last long, but you know, it's it's good for a few drinks. That's all I shoot for. <laughs> That's great. You know, like, my really, wife and I come, have come hang out with us at Tech. How much fun would that be? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, hang out with us in Chicago. It'll be fun. Yes. Really? That we should have we should have oh my god, we should have a PHP meetup at Tech. Our our last we night should, is that's Thursday night. What that is. It's Thursday night. Oh my god. We did god. that on purpose so we could have a PHP ugly live stream with nobody there in the audience. But we we <laughs> I see. Live audience. I see. And my, this, and my this kids are still on Discord. Like they're not this conversation caring. happened without me then. <laughs> that we need to make sure that the recording happens when no one is around. Sounds like we have 30 more developers coming to PHP Tech. Gonna work on it. I mean it would be it you, would be a bold move for me to make my first day and just say, Hey, you guys I can't should. believe you didn't put it in the contract. Like this is some bullshit. If I'm if you I'm gonna come work for you, I need to see that you guys committed. I need to see it that really, you're sending everybody to this conference. It, so I've talked to a few put your companies foot down, Tom. where that work remote and coming together at a conference is a huge deal. Like yes. it's that that face to face. Make it happen. It is a regular part of my job actually. there will be Bi- at tech, but no bi-monthly, uh, bi-monthly trips to San Jose, which yeah, that that's not so bad. Yeah, just so everybody knows, us holding the conference in Chicago is not, and I repeat, not convenient for John and I on any level. We're doing it because we feel it's better for everybody. It's the middle of the country. It's close enough where. Are people over in perfect, Europe perfect can get time there of year in a reasonable for, yeah, time? Yeah. So just so Chicago. you know, it, when you meet John and Eric at PHP fuck Tech, Steve, I'm, I'm everything you, they say Steve. will be will be out of resentment. This, yeah. I did this for you. <laughs> Bitterness. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't even be here if it weren't we, for we, you. We the highly consider about trying to bring it back to San Diego. I can't even imagine you know, the cost. Back in the day, I was trying to sell Oscar on the idea of doing a PHP Tech West. I might have to revisit that, like a smaller, much smaller conference, like a wave size conference here. I still think like it's much, a, much smaller. It's a thing, like 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 user group size, <laughs> like like a monthly user group. We should put should together do, a monthly user group. That'd John. be good. That'd be good for the community in San Diego to have a monthly user group. <laughs> I'm I was giving him shit about so, it no, I'm more. I care about Sevi in Discord. Discord.phpugly.com who's asking about the dates for tech. It is going to be May 16th through the 18th, 2023. God, that that must feel good and horrifying to say. Yes. Signing the contract was, I mean, we've been going back and forth for six weeks now, maybe more, eight weeks. Just hammering out details, making changes, and like finally settling on dates and all the other things in the contract. I... I Terrible. promise. I promise to sabotage it in any way that I possibly can from we appreciate from that. Colorado. I'm laying it down now. We're not ending this podcast. You guys get PHP Tech trending on Twitter. 
Tom, jump over there yeah, real fast. Real quick. Yeah, we're ready. Real quick. Can we wrap it up? Hold on. Is it there? We're going to wrap this up. I feel like we're going to wrap this up right now. Looks like people have been deleting their PHP okay. tech posts. No, yeah, there are, nobody, there are huh? fewer. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. We seem to have lost a lot of followers. That that's, is, that's hurtful. That seems yeah, rude. Yeah. <laughs> looks like old people referencing PHP tech have deleted their pictures. <laughs> I don't want to be associated with this. I so, oh, oh, here's a new post from uh, Tessa Crystal. Unfortunate, we'll never have PHP Tech again. What? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. That, sorry. I should believe him now. Sorry, that is an older. That is an older post. That is from May 2022. We do this, man. I'm excited. Wait, that's not that old. What are you talking about? May of 2022 is only a couple well, months ago. Well, so no, I'm just going to shoot a little update to to Tessa here. Are you serious? Is that a real post? Yeah. Tessa Morrow. Are you talking about Tessa Morrow? Tessa Crystal. You you did say right. that. We need to leave. Uh, yeah, Ben Ramsey. Really? Ben Ramsey replied on May twentieth that he he wouldn't say never, but it might be a while. Screw that guy. He he's a terrible release manager. He he just doesn't know how quickly we can get things done. Which reminds me, I need to do a PHP roundtable with him. If only he had something to talk about. Yeah, if only if only November were a big. You know, date for PHP for any reason whatsoever. I really, I really been pushing to do an internals one, but I just been busy with everything. I'm so confused. All right, I think that's it. Three hundred. But we're gonna wrap it up. You want to keep talking? I can do this all night. You know, I got nothing else to do. I search tech, and this is what I find. Oh, you put it in. I put it in Slack because it's. (laughs) What is this? Exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> what if I Hey, can we have that attack? Is that a thing? Would that be okay? Oh. Hello. <laughs> nope. That's a negative. That was special. All right, we should wrap up. No, I'm going to search more tech stuff now. I want to find out how this ends. Kidding me? We all know how it ends. Grandchildren. <laughs> hey, I do I do a search for tech in in my an old tweet from me in 2020 is like the second. What are you searching for? I'm not. But... I just I just did a PHP tech search. Oh, you did PHP tech. Don't search just tech because that's just wrong. <laughs> yeah. Also, don't turn off safe search. The... Safe search. Once again, do not take Eric's advice. Keep oh, safe search on. This is interesting. This is very interesting. Guess who was supposed to. So this was, this was from March 11th of 2020. So we all know what happened there. And I said, cool, Taylor, Taylor Otwell will be keynoting at PHP Tech in Nashville. Boom, baby. I'm sure that contract is still valid. We'll just tell Taylor he's got to show up. He has no choice. Well, he's, he's got that Ferrari now. He can just roll into town Lam- and roll Lambo. out. It's a Lambo. Lambo? <clears throat> yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it's a Ferrari. You can, you can measure my uh, how impressed I am. <laughs> I, I got I to gotta admit, I like his license plate. It's it's like a what Semver? It should be. <laughs> it should have just been Tom's a dick. Right, Eric, please wrap this show up before I get myself fired. Episode three hundred. This is PHP Ugly. I'm Eric. I'm John. I'm Tom. 
Come to Tech. One, two, one, two, ah, uh, coming off the top, y'all know how we do. Listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish. I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric. Yo, he's never on some average shit. You know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate. I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song. Yo, shout the host name Thomas, cause he's never wrong. Yo, shout to John. You know that he's smart and quiet, unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot. I'm about to do it like this, cause the people love me. Shouts out to PHP, the ugly, it's called ugly cause it's not professional, but I'm about to come through and bless it with style, so let's do it when I'm spitting, I perfume the room, yo, the segment of the show is called doom and gloom, that came from Thomas, yeah, can nobody go beyond this, I get the mic and then I'm about to keep it like a promise, yeah, and y'all know we fill them up with anguish, we talking about the PHP, the programming language, about to break it down, no exaggeration, what do y'all do for a living web applications, okay, I can dig it, my words spray tight, uh, they getting together on the Thursday nights, yeah, when it comes to rhyming, you can call me the new dude, I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube, so let's get it, you know my lyrics are major, all up in the comments, they got plenty of haters, but they doing what they doing, keep it ugly, we ending every show with the saying, it's lovely, let's go, yeah, come on.